<laughs> oh man, do I still get to say that I play Signar? I don't I know. Mean, I don't know. You did play Signar. <laughs> it was played in the not too distant future. <laughs> okay, we're, we're recording. Uh, this is the storm chamber. I'm Tim. <laughs> That's uh, Nick. Signar was played by someone. <laughs> Nick, go ahead and introduce yourself. <laughs> I'm I'm Nick. I I play Signar uh, occasionally when I'm not abusing judicators. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm Anthony Gibbs. Uh, I have played Signar for many years, uh, but recently I've discovered that I play the faction of Sloan. Um, and it just so <laughs> happens that part of, uh, you know Signar models are partisan Sloan. <laughs> and also, infernal models are partisan Sloan, and that was a wonderful thing to to discover. So all Sloan all the time, huh? <laughs> Basically. Um, yeah. Who knew that if you took a pretty good caster and you put her in another faction that was also pretty good, that you got a pretty good better caster, huh? Did anybody see that yeah. one coming? <laughs> I mean, it's uh, the jury's still out on how much better or in what circumstances, but I have really liked the off list in infernals i've been playing malakoff as my off list and just having like a wall of marauders with some doom reavers gives something that signar right now uh doesn't give um and so i think that may change when the morrowind stuff comes out because i think there are some compelling uh pairs wait why do you have marauders i'm so confused (laughs) i'm playing devil hearts of darkness uh, oh okay sure and uh yeah the the janker junk uh, that i've been playing with is not signar it's actually that malakov list is is pretty spicy well, what is it about um, the malakov list um what does he do so, for it so weirdly like i malakov wasn't even on my and I, i'm sorry swans for discussing kador like right off the bat uh but <laughs> malakov wasn't even on my radar um as a caster i'd never played against him i never even really like rated him at all um and then uh i looked through him just because hearts only has so many different casters and uh so he has a couple really nice things he has um uh, his feet is essentially old style and liven where everyone gets parry um and, and whenever yeah whenever anything gets hit and whenever anything is damaged in his control area it gets to make a full advance um, and no knockdown. Uh, this is double layered with um, Valen Hawk, who's the solo that gives no knockdown, no stationary within 10 inches of him to all infernals. Um, and uh, the other thing that Valen Hawk has that really turns the list up is Tactician Infernal. So that means you have a wall of six marauders and everything can move through them and they can move through each other. Um, you also get accumulator solace, so you can have three umbrals right behind the lines that are just handing out focus like candy. Um, and the combination is really rude. And then you have Doom Reavers coming up behind that have Tactician. You know, you have the Entropic Aura off the, the UA for the Doom Reavers. Um, so it's just nasty. So, um, so that's like a really melee-focused list. And then yeah. Sloan is your off list, which is obviously going to be very very shooty so it kind of gives you yeah um, yeah and, and more more importantly i think it's it's resilient and hard to remove from zones and so that's the thing that um sloan wants to pair with something that one does its work in melee 
two doesn't get shoved out of zones real easy, but instead can can get in there and get stuck in. Malakoff has Veil of Miss, which most people think of Veil of Miss as a cloud wall or as Pathfinder when you need it, but it's so much more than that because it lets you move through enemy models as long as you're touching the Veil of Miss. Um, so that means you can place it down in front of your front line when you feed, and then suddenly if they come to jam you, you can just walk through them when they damage you and go through them uh, deeper into their lines, which is a problem for some list to deal with. Um, so essentially, instead of just enliven, it also works like a hyper-aggressive against shooty lists, um, where you can damage and come through even if they try a jam. Um, it lets Veil of Mist also lets you move through buildings, things like that. It lets you do crazy things like put backstab, uh, which is one of his orders on a squad of Doom Reavers, and then walk into someone's back arc. I hope um, you haven't actually been doing that because it's not squad; it's a model. No, no, no. I know. That's what I'm saying. Is <laughs> you can put the you can. Oh you can no, put no, the no, backstab no. on one model. <clears throat> no, no, no. The backstab. Wait, let me look. Because I know the dirty trick is one model, but we're, I believe we're gonna the backstab get, is model. We're gonna get in trouble here. I, I know, right? Well, I didn't play the. Okay, yeah, maybe I'm wrong, but I don't think I'm wrong. Okay. But let's try <laughs> you I'm may wrong. be right. Hold on. Let me know. Let me know. <laughs> you may be. All right. I'll you are wrong. Uh, model unit. Uh, throat no, cutter okay. is model unit. Um, no, so it's, it's the dirty tricks. That's the it's one. the okay. fighting dirty. That's the that's the model. Gotcha. 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 But yeah, so so there's just a lot of stuff with that. But but essentially, it's. The key thing from a Sigmar standpoint to take from this is if you're going to take like a hyper shooty list like a Sloan or a Kane, in, especially in, in the new packet, um, I really think you need a, a, a list that's very sticky on scenario um, that, that can play on those, on those times when you really are going to get pressured out um, if you try to stay back too far. Yeah, and we talked about this uh, last week, talking about um, talking about Siege One. Um, yeah, you know, especially late game, like you've got to be able to put stuff in zones so that you don't just like lose trivially uh, via control points. Yep. It's, a, it's it's sort of a big deal. It's kind of a big deal, and uh, you know, I I know we're what uh, two years removed from SR twenty seventeen, but you know, I remember <laughs> I remember two years ago, like nobody's ever gonna win via scenario. It'll never happen now. You know, like I can still hear those discussions in my brain like, <laughs> through the echoes of time, and and it seems like no, 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 no. It's a bigger deal now than it than it ever has been, and um. And yeah. you know, maybe well, I mean, there there are multiple scenarios where you can score five in one turn, yeah, uh, and that's, that's uh, and that's super relevant. Um, I yeah. mean, that's what uh that's what happened with Keith at the WITC. Uh, turn two scored five with Sloan. Yeah, blew, blew a bunch of rocket men and like uh, a couple halves out of his zone and just scored five, and the game is over. That's yeah. fun. Yeah, and if, if <laughs> I mean, if people don't you know get get relevant and get in the in the mix, and that's pretty easy to do. Yeah, I mean, I've had that happen to me before against like mags and stuff, and you know, it's like, oh, you can't, you can't move toward any of the elements, and now you just like lose, have fun, you know, and it's like you can yeah. see it on the table, like I'm gonna lose in in two turns, and there's literally nothing I can do about it. So, um, it, well, I guess in order to tie this into why we brought you today, on today was um, like. <clears throat> 
I think everybody in Swanland feels like we've been in a real bad spot. And then all of a sudden, like, these themes come out, the theme changes come out, and, like, Signar is placed, I think, four times in the last three weeks in tournaments. Like, yeah. I mean, not, not, like, dominant, right? But, I mean, yeah. we went from bottom of the barrel to all of a sudden, like, Josh Gilstrap won an event, and Brandon Owen came in fourth in a really big event, and, like, mm-hmm. people are kind of... Like, things are changing, and it's not the scenario elements, right? It's it's something it's something else. And um, you had well, you were you were where were you at uh, at Nova? Is that right? Uh, so I was I was in Nova Open. Uh, yeah. So uh, what Tim is saying is, what have you done for me lately? Is that what you're saying, Tim? Yeah. Yeah. I mean. Uh, okay. <laughs> Ever, so, ever since Lido, ever since Lido gave the the crown to that bratty little kid, Signar's been just in a terrible, terrible state. Like that's, that's yeah, all yeah, it is. Definitely the problem. Definitely. Okay. So, so yeah. So I I was fortunate enough to take down champions at Nova Open last weekend. Um, and uh, the funny thing is, I I didn't qualify for Masters because uh, I ended up clocking with Malakoff on a key match. Um, so after I've like sung, sung his praises, I you know played too slow. Um, but um, black, bro. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I think it's bring less that you've played more than three or four times to to major events. I think that's more the lesson. Um, sounds like someone's drinking crazy juice over here. <laughs> I know, right? So. Uh, there, I, we can go a couple ways. Do you want me to kind of walk through the games and, and kind of general lessons learned, or do you want me to just kind of talk about the state of the faction, like in the competitive scene, or what would be most helpful? Let, let, let's, let's talk about what you played first. Yeah, okay. yeah. There's a lot of other stuff going on. Sure. So we, one of the things I think that helps right now is that we have a very good ADR um, in Champions, particularly with the theme remixes. Um, because we have Grave Diggers, uh, we have Storm Division, uh, both of which I think offer decent options, um, and our our casters are, are quite good. You have Sloan on there, um, which I, I think Sloan and Grave Diggers may be one of the be- the most one of the theme forces I like to take her in the most now. Um, and uh, you also have Haley three grave diggers. Um, alternatively, if you want to play Sloan and, and uh, Storm Division or or like Striker three and Storm Division, um, that seems a little sketchy because I feel like you you take Striker <clears throat> three with the sweet horses and then like you run into a military rifle and you're like oh no <laughs> and all, all your models die. Yeah, it's it's a very it has a narrow band that it can drop into, and so if you're gonna take Striker three and Storm Division, you wanna pair it with something that has a lot of good drops. I, I do think Sloan and Gravediggers has very good drops into most of the ADR right now. And so I think um, a lot of a lot of the success that I had is due to her having very good matchups in a lot of things right now. Um, that seems fair. Yeah. Um, but my pair specifically, I, I was pairing with Haley 3 in Storm Division. And she looked very beautiful. I painted her up, um, and she looked very beautiful on the tray as I played Sloan five rounds in a row. Nice. Um, but uh, I hadn't played the list at all, so I was not going to drop her unless I felt like I couldn't drop Sloan, like into something obnoxious like all carapace or, you know. <laughs> um, 
all carapace all the time. Yeah, it's right. Like um, a, and and, and VI. advertisement. It's just like carapace, carapace, yeah. carapace. You can fit so many carapace jacks in this baby. Um, <laughs> yeah, but uh, actually, uh, Black Industries wasn't on the ADR list for Craig, so even that wasn't likely. That would have had to have been a scorn player playing all carapace bugs, which is not uh, something you see very often. No, especially now that they don't have the plus two inches of deployment. They're like, yeah. oh man, AD in my sweet speed three models. Yeah. I'll be in the zone in two turns, boys. Don't I'll you get, worry. I'll get to that on my, <laughs> oh, on my fourth game. Um, yeah, because one of my friends plays bugs, and I think they're awesome. But he had a he had a cool, uh, a cool look. Um, so, yeah, I, I think that... Sloan Grave Diggers is is what I wanted to play, um, and one of the nice things with the new mix is being able to take Rangers, um, and take a bunch of of Jacks as she wants to do, um, and the, and a lot of people say, well, you have Guide of Fire, you don't need Rangers, um, and I and think that. Yeah, go ahead. Laugh at them? Is that what we do? <laughs> no, <laughs> I, I, I think it's a, I, I think it's a reasonable first blush is that you say, okay, you don't need multiple defense fixing if you have good defense fixing. Um, but there are a couple things. Having the mark target lets you boost more um, and hand out more focus if you don't need to cast Guide of Fire, which is really nice. Mm-hmm. Um, it's also rangers are great for contesting, particularly when you just like run out the leader and you're like, do you want to not score? Do you want to kill my leader? And I'll just promote someone else. Um, and uh, and you basically get six turns of that, um, which is really annoying for the opponent if you can keep the other, you know, people in the ranger squad. They're out of formation when you run them, and you're like, okay, they're out of formation, but you're not going to leave the leader in your zone. Like you're going to kill him. So I know I'm going to field promote and then have the, the squad ready next turn. Right. Um, but what if they do? Oh. Yeah, or they just leave him alive and he's like, okay, I'll do my job again and still contest. And yeah, there's that. Yeah. I mean, well, what are their options to like push him yeah. out of the zone with something? I don't, you know, like yeah. it, it just feels like there's really bad <clears throat> options to get rid of one ranger, especially at def 14. Like, you yeah. know, it's just. You play Agathon and cast Dark Seduction on him. And then That's he walks right. away. That's right. Speed yeah, 7 Pathfinder, Dark Seduction. There we go. Right. That's right. Um, <laughs> That's pretty and, spicy. And real quick, just just a recap, because nobody's played sure. Rangers in Mark Three besides for me. I had them in my Haley 3 list. Um, <laughs> But, you know, there were multiple people on the Facebook group that were like, what do Rangers do? And the, yeah. the thing is, is like you only run the leader, right? So yeah. you run the leader, the, it gives out the buff and then he dies and then you field promote and then you run the next one and they don't shoot or anything. There were nine points if memory serves. So basically, yep, for nine, nine points. yeah, the, for nine points, you get six turns of contesting stuff. And um, that's, yeah, that, that's one way. Sometimes they actually get work done. So and, well, if I right. don't need to keep them back to keep them safe, great. It's a bunch of POW-11s that I get to shoot, right? Right. They're a bunch of POW-11s, and they're like Rat-8 on the move for whatever bizarre yeah. reason. right? Like and, and just to note, they all have marked target, not just the leader. Correct. Um, but the key is they have to have – they have to be in formation – in order to give the mark target, which is why if you're only going to run out one, it needs to be the leader because he's always on formation because he's the leader. 
Correct. Um, so you can't just send the others out. Um, but that's fine. You just send out the leader, and if they kill him, you just promote, and it's fine. Um, so they're, they're just generally good. They gum up things if you need them to. They're speed 7, so they can run 14. They have Pathfinder. They AD. Um, and, you know, they're, uh, you know, rat sex, and, and with Mark Target, they go up to an 8, which is pretty pretty uh, good. Yeah. Um, and you don't need so to then I took, So go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah, and then I took two express teams, two master gunners uh, for Grievous because I think in today's world, now Harby's not on ADR, but there's still um, you know a lot of tough out there and a lot of uh, um, you know things things where you want to stop healing like Grimkin, um, you know, to take sacrifice off the table, um, and the Thunderbolts are you know situationally really nice um also their units and solos so they help with scoring and then i took reinhold and then the core of five hunters and four minutemen um now Haley i've Threeman. seen that the other way too right where people sure. take more hunters than minutemen but i, I i'm taking five hunters four minutemen so oh, i am taking one more hunter yeah, than yeah. minutemen um but i you, you could easily flip it to four and five i think they're both good and they have you know just different roles um so I, I, I see them as on basically a power equivalent, even though the points aren't, you know, are different by one. I, I, I see them as, as basically similar power levels. Sure. Um, so I can give you a real quick rundown. I'm not going to belabor the games, but no, I'll no, just kind of give like you a sense of what I played. like 90 seconds per in. game or something, you yeah. know? Um, so the first game I played was against a circle player uh, who was awesome. His name was Ryan. Oh, I just lost you. You there? You there? Hello? Hello? Um... I believe in him. He'll figure oh, something out. Hang yeah. on, hang on. I, I lost you somehow. Okay, yeah, no you're worries. here again. Can you hear us? Yeah, yeah. Uh, go back. Okay. Your, fir your first player was... So, yeah, he's Ryan Markwood from uh, North Carolina. Uh, cool guy. Uh, very, very fun game. Um, so he was playing Mosar and Bones and Morvana and Wild Hunt. Um, neither of these are fantastic against Sloan, and so he kind of had a poison choice. Um, it made it tougher that in the middle of the board was a cloud, which made Sloan very happy. Um, he chose Mosar because he had more, I think, assassination threat with that. Um, and uh, I think that was the right choice. I, th I think that was that was his primary out. Um, he His list had like uh, three heavies, including Megalith, um, a Watcher, and then three Weirds, and then the other things you'd expect in, in, in Bones, like the... Uh, center stones and Kelly's Grove, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So essentially he was um, pushed up all of his heavies to try to threaten spell assassination, got his weirds in, in good positions behind cover to kind of make me think twice about having refuge up on Sloan and, and just tried to kind of get too many threats for me to stop. Um, unfortunately, I was, you know, I was able to, to just attrition down pretty effectively with the cloud in the middle he couldn't really hide and so um the nice thing is 
pillars are models now, and so armor-piercing shots work against them, which is kind of nice. Mm. Hooray! Um, yeah, that's believe me, that's that's a real um, that's a real nice thing. So we get to use our rules. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that suddenly, you know, hunters are able to not just be sad about pillars now, which is kind of fun. Um, but yeah, and so I was able to keep in um, and not really give him. Uh, a good assassination and so attrition just went my way in the end um and then second uh the second game was against uh, one of my teammates uh fellow molly whopper danny mcgeehan who's going to be playing in wtc um he had osram and fiona um osram's generally bad for sloan um but fiona seems to be it seems to be like playable like sloan sloan is i think maybe slightly advantage but maybe it's like even well how does fiona's um, feet really stack i mean fiona's feet hurts the minutemen pretty grievously <laughs> previously right but you would think really hurt the hunters <laughs> very much i guess so when you say hurt the minutemen against what targets because he was playing fiona and soldiers uh, where a lot of it was halberd ears um, and uh, steelhead calf. Okay, so, uh, and... so you're still in rolling two dice against those, and Flackfield doesn't care about the. Team, you're still right? rolling, so you're still rolling two dice in terms of of your hit if you have guided fire up. Right, right. Um, and pal fourteens kill on anything but a one, even if the halberd ears are base to base. Right, right. Um, so it's one die, but five, five, six chance to to kill, which is pretty good. Yeah. Um, the flat fields are only a coin flip at that point because if they're base to base, they're you know you need a four or better, um, and it does reduce the damage on flat field. It's not just attack damage; okay. it's damage so it's just rolls. damage rolls. Yeah, like it would also work on electro leaps or any damage roll essentially. That's that the, where the originating model is in her control. Um. So I knew he wanted more Fiona practice, and so I didn't think he was going to drop Osram. Um, and also, I think Fiona had a much better game against Haley 3, whereas Osram might have had trouble, like, scenarioing her out. Um, with the Haley 3, like, I had double storm lances, I had two storm clads, and I had a lot of, like, really annoying little pieces like Savio, and, um, uh, and I had Sir Dreyfus. Um, and so it's hard to just push her out, especially with Ghost Walk and things like that. And so I think he wanted, uh, he thought Fiona was kind of better into the pair um, in case I dropped Haley three, uh, but I dropped Sloan thinking that he might drop Fiona. Um, and I felt pretty good. He had an out where Fiona tried to assassinate me over a wall um, uh, with Signs Importance Soulfire, which actually is not bad, even though sounds defense 20 sounds scary but she can with signs important she can take that flyer um and i had to basically i gave him two turns in a row one without camp and one with camp so he rolled pretty bad on the first one um and then so the second one i just camped and, and felt like i could i i could uh, stay there um in hindsight i really should have parked behind a building there's another place i could have changed my deployment um, but essentially, I stayed patient. I kept all the hunters and Sloan outside of Fiona's control on her feet and just attrition down. I took down the blockader with my feet. Um, 
and uh and and actually i sent minuteman there was a building like kind of near the middle of the board and i stacked minuteman behind it like an entry team like <laughs> just ready to go in and so uh, yeah and so that was kind of kind of fun because uh the steelheads were like do we really want to go around that building uh, <laughs> And so You're he like, waited. Yeah, no, all the other guys went around yeah. the building didn't do so well. <laughs> so he waited until he feeded and then kind of pushed forward with everything. And like I said, we got to fire. Minutemen still get a lot of work done. Um, the big key was um, I prioritized and was able to eliminate Alexia too. And I think that was a real key because being able to ride out, make zombies or make a thrall warrior, run it out, and then use it as an art node means you can get it wherever you need essentially and um, sometimes three of them yeah yeah exactly and sometimes yeah, three of them like, so if she's going to fling more than once that yeah yep. so you've got to when you're playing that matchup you've got to know where alexia is and you've got to keep her on lockdown um you've got to you know keep the cav from charging your lights like you, you just gotta use your range superiority um, so it worked out okay. Um, she had an out with with assassination, but it didn't work out. Um, but it's a it's a playable game uh, with both. I'm actually curious about that. How many? What what activations does it take to kill the blockader? Because I know that you know the the standard line in Signar is like, oh, you play Sloan into the mirror because she can kill an arcane, you know, our arcane shields and stormwall and basically everything else. And that 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 other. Stormwalls, in fact, significantly smaller than Arcane Shield and Stormwall. Yeah, I think I think the math's something like Sloan and three hunters on feet or something like that. It might yeah. be actually it's a little more that I think that's if you're playing Infernals because you get the double boost, um, or if you're not if you're not um, casting Guided Fire, then it's okay in Signar as well. Like if you don't need Guided Fire for the rest of the army, if you can just um, not have to roll or not have to cast Guided Fire, then I think it's Sloan and three. Okay. Um, something like that, which is which is not too bad because if they have steelhead cab, then you also have two more hunters and a bunch of a uh, bunch of minutemen. Uh, uh, so tell me, tell me about your real quick. Tell me about your third game sure. here. Okay, so third game, we might want to stop and do a janker junk because this. Gary, uh, and I really liked his list. Um, so you know which side of jank or junk I'm going to come out on. Um, wow. He was playing Maddox 1 and Haley 3. Okay, who um, is this again? Matthew Terry. Okay, um, okay. Yeah, and so he's he's uh, fairly local to me. Um, I think he plays uh, up in PA uh, most of the time. Um, and uh, super cool guy. Uh, we got to chat a lot. Um, and uh, I really like his thinking on a, on a lot of stuff. Um, but I was particularly uh, taken with his uh, Gravediggers. It was Maddox and Gravediggers, mm -hmm. uh, which I had never seen before. Sure. Um, and uh, I've always played her in Storm Division and, and just kind of saw her as a natural fit there. But his theory is that Maddox basically fixes what Gravediggers lacks, which is the ability to really hit hard in melee. Um, and... I don't discount that. I think he's on to something. Um, also, uh, there's some sweet jank where he puts a hurricane on Maddox. So let me let me go through the list and then, then I'll talk about the jank. I, I know. So okay, there's go ahead. Go ahead. Maddox hurricane, um, Alexia um, one. Mm -hmm. No, that's Alexia two. Sorry. 
um, Maxwell Finn, um, Hitch, Patrol Dog, Buster, so only one Buster, uh, Master Gunner and Express Team, uh, Full Commandos with one Scatter Gunner and UA, uh, Full Long Gunners with UA, and then the Blockhouse. Okay. Um, no so the herd... infantry. No, 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 no. Okay. okay. Because the commandos, when they mini feet and and under her feet, like they hit way hard enough. Right. right. Um, and it's also really nice to have that stealth tough uh, screen before your other pieces. Um, I think you could go at trencher imagery. It's just that's the that's kind of the way he had it built. Uh, so if you put a sail on the hurricane, one um, colossals love a sail because more threat range and is just awesome and charge for free. Yep. Um, However, it also gives plus two inches uh, on slams, mm-hmm. um, and that <laughs> includes the slam guns. Correct. <laughs> and that is amazing. And it's I had really I have not good. run into that before, but it's really good. <laughs> yeah, the, um, uh, I've I've never done it before, mostly because it's like, well, she has snipe too, and yeah. but but in the trencher theme it's like well you can put snipe on your commandos and then they have 10 inch grenades and like that's pretty good or you put it on your long gunners and or or why not both why not just swap snipe because she has enough or the blockhouse yeah or on the blockhouse yeah. or whatever the hell you need it for and then you know right it's cool. Yeah, I dig it. But you can you can start with uh you can start with snipe on it and then switch to a sail essentially. Um, and so basically she's just staying in the back, handing out handing out upkeeps, and so um, she's not really using tons of her focus anyway. She's putting two on the hurricane at most. No. Yeah. Um, and so it's it's a pretty efficient build. Um, the blockhouse was great because you get a recursion with the blockhouse and then you're also feeding Alexia's solo solo train. Um, and so it's a very green uh, army list because it, it recycles. Everybody serves multiple times in, in his army. <laughs> um, and then, um, you know, you, you, you just you get a lot of value out of a sniped blockhouse. Um, out of the trenches because you know your commandos in trenches that you kind of space out toward the center of the board um, is nice because you get the best of both worlds with snipe and cover essentially okay um, which is I think one of the reasons he he kind of values them above um, above the infantry in the list and, and real quick I think one of the reasons why you would play Maddox in Gravediggers versus other casters that might have a similar kit is because yeah. Maddox really doesn't need the Squire for anything, and she doesn't right. really need Arlen. Like, she she doesn't need to contribute. Like, Striker 1 has a pistol, and there are times yeah. when you need that disruption pistol shot, and you need to walk him forward, and you need to boost the pistol shot because you really need him to do something, right? Right. With Maddox, it's like the less she does, the better. Right, yeah. like the more you commit her, the more likely you are to lose. So as long as she's up keeping her spells and staying in the back and not dying, that's that's like all she needs to do. Well, and you also get things like so one of the advantages to Striker Three because some people might say, well, just play Striker Three because then you can put Fury on. You know, it's it's basically a poor man's Siege Two. But Maddox, there are a couple of really nice things to the list. Like Commandos with Dauntless are actually really frustrating because most of the things that handle stealth 
you know, light blasts and leaps and stuff. Suddenly when you get your armor to 16, they, they might just live through it. And then they might tough if they don't. And then if they don't tough, they become a thrall warrior. And it's just like, uh, you, it, just try, trying to deal with all of these sticky infantry is just a pain in the butt. Yeah, I can see that. <clears throat> and actually, like, I, I think this matches up. It, it, I like Sloan in a lot of Signar matchups, but this was one where I felt on the back foot because I felt like he was just putting more and more pressure. He had the tools to, to start taking down my lights. Um, and he was smart about targeting the Minutemen first um, to the greatest extent possible. Um, he made one error, and that was to kill Vox, um, because he oh, stayed back oh. behind the blockhouse, because he knew that attrition was going to go his way, and he knew that he might be putting me in a position where I had to try to go for a long shot. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, you know, and, and that was something that the... You know, just we've all been there. We've all done it. Um, and it's just he was he 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 saw the victory. He's like, I need to be ultra safe. Um, and so he he made that error. But aside from that, like his play was super super tight. Um, and I really got a lot of respect for the list. And so you know, take it for a whirl if you're thinking of grave diggers. You know, she might be a good way to play it. Yeah, I dig it. I like it. All right, yeah. tell me about your your fourth opponent. So the fourth opponent uh, was a local, uh, Ryan Babcock, who's also a Molly Whopper. Um, and uh, he was playing Scorned. Um, and he had Jalam in Winds of Death and then Zal won in the Exalted. Um, Sloan matches up very well against Zal won in Exalted um, because Immortals are, like, custom-made to get killed by uh, Minutemen. They're just, like, <laughs> perfect... They're the perfect defense armor and boxes to just get annihilated by Minutemen. Okay. You're like, ah! Uh, yeah, and he knows this. I mean, and, and, and <laughs> Ryan and I have played a lot, and he's just like, yeah, I know that. Um, and we've played so much that he actually plays with Erebus um, and does well with them uh, because he's just always taken them enough to, to try to drive me off Sloan because he's tired of playing against Sloan. Um, <laughs> So he had Jalam with two Erida Sentinels, uh, Basilisk Kraya, Cyclops Raider, Cyclops Shaman, Aptimus Marketh, uh, a couple Poop Handlers, uh, a Willbreaker. He had a squad of Valkyries, so he's taking two Carapace Beasts and Valkyries, just for the anti-Sloan. Sure, sure. Uh, beast Handlers, Venator, Catapult, and then two uh, Turtles. Um, and the idea is he's going to try to win the gunfight um, between Shield Guards, Carapace, Kraya Aura, a Shaman to do another Kraya Aura, Jalam to do another Kraya Aura, um, and uh, a bunch of turtles. Um, that's kind of his, his goal. Um, he also has the, the Shaman has Go Shot, so for that cheeky assassination, uh, can be sniped by because he can cast the Raider's Animus. Um, Jalam himself is a boss uh, in shooting. Um, and so he basically gets up the table, is really hard to remove with shooting, and then he's going to assassinate your caster most of the time. Um, so Jalam's feat makes uh, you get one less die to hit if you're shooting anything in his control. And between that and the defense buff with the Kraya, um, that means his, his feet turn is pretty hard to shoot into. So he comes up, jams, um, there's a building in the position, or in the center of the board, and so he basically makes that Fort Jalam, uh, and then has his turtles on each flank, 
Um, it's the it's uh, anarchy, so there are two circles, um, and uh, I so I put rangers um, at the extreme flank, right flank, and just keep them behind the woods so that they're annoying to get to get rid of. Uh, so I don't have to worry about that side for for pressure. I use um, I, I spend an express team's life dearly on the left side to kind of shut down that zone for a little bit and just buy myself time. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, what, what are you going to do? <laughs> but but, but they, they took Jalam to kill them, so that was nice. Oh, uh, because they're dug in, they're annoying, you know, like turtles don't want to shoot into dug in, like, uh, trenchers. It's just annoying. Just roll 10s or whatever? Yeah, exactly. It's like, just roll a 10, and they're like, great, I'm a turtle. Um, and then, uh, so Jalam had to do some work, so it's nice because it kept Jalam off of some other pieces I really didn't want him killing. Um, on his feet, I actually um, was able to take a turtle um, because I just ran a, uh, essentially I marked target on it uh, and was able to just pump a ton of shots um, into the turtle and just feed it into his feet to take the turtle. Um, and said, you know, that should be, that should be sufficient because next term, or maybe I didn't feed them, but I, but I took a turtle. It was fun. Um, and then he, he moved up to try to, uh, put more pressure. So he moved up a turtle to like, you know, try to tie up some things, but my positioning was pretty good. So he couldn't really get a lot of my army. Um, the key was he left Jalam behind, like, an inch or so behind, less a little bit less than an inch behind one of his um, uh, Eridus because they, you know, are basically shutting down a lot of fire lanes to him. Um, but hunters can slam, yeah, uh, even though they don't normally. Uh, and even though it was over a wall and through a water, they have Pathfinder natively, <laughs> and he's like, oh. And so I slammed, even though it's uh, half the distance because of. Uh, you know, it's a larger base, so I was it, it, minus two to hit half the distance, but he was still less than an inch, so I needed to roll as a two or better on a on a D6. I actually roll a five and put the beast, like, on the other side, you know, through Jalam and mostly on the other side to kind of push him forward, um, and he's knocked down, and I shoot him to death. Um, that would do it. Sure, yeah. yeah. Excellent. Um, so that was that was pretty nice. So don't forget, even though you have shooty jacks, they're still jacks. Uh, so don't forget your power attacks. Um, one of the most fun things ever is to two-handed throw Dreamer with a Minuteman outside of her Artifice of Deviation. Um, <laughs> because that's just fun. Like, uh, And throw her back towards your line. It's just like the most fulfilling thing ever. If you take Minuteman with Jake's two... The Minuteman has two-inch double-handed throws. Um, <laughs> That's sweet. <laughs> but, you know, I, I actually, I'll stop you right there. I think one of the things that Signar players uh, frequently don't do that they should is have Fireflies slam. Like, having Fireflies oh, yeah. slam yeah. things is really good. Don't forget it. So, yeah, or headbutt. Lights, head any lights. Right. Yeah. Now, you can't headbutt a bigger base, so you're going to have to slam if you want that. Um, right. But then but you still get your, your plus two pretty... damage, and you get basically a can't miss to hit, right? So it's yep. pretty cool. Yep. Um, it's nice. Um, you also, uh, you know, don't forget that hunters have axes. I mean, that's another thing is, like, people 
a lot of times we'll just like come in with infantry and they'll be like, haha, I've surrounded your deck. I'm like, okay, I just hand out focus and hit you with my axe. Like, it's fine. <laughs> it's yeah, about 12. Yeah. It's not great. But when you just have infantry, you're like, I kill three infantry because I swing three times. It's great. Yep. Um, Steelheads, you know, whatever random garbage you run into. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't work against initiates that well, though. Well, no, 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 of course. <laughs> that's, Sorry. that's one of the things you need a, you need a good answer to in your off list. Um, one of the most fulfilling things, and, and Brad Park is an excellent player, who, I, you know, congrats, because he got second in Nova Masters, actually. Yeah. Um, and that was awesome. But one of the most fulfilling times was he was playing Terminus and, like, stacked so many Sackpawn Tufts around Terminus and was like, ha-ha. Like, now? I, I killed him with hunter axes and it was glorious <laughs> <laughs> and i'm like i charge with ace and a hunter and we like chop you down because i put some damage on that's right um and then he was like damn it why didn't i see that like <laughs> because it was like he was like i'm safe from range so i'm safe from slow and i was like yeah but they have axes it's yeah, fine, it's okay. it's fine. <laughs> so then uh the the last round um was against uh matt mcwaters who's an excellent excellent player um and uh you know takes down tournaments all the time uh he was playing infernals and he was one listing zadaroth which was pretty excellent um and his zadaroth list was a little different than most i've seen because it had four heavies to start with on the board so soul stalker three tormentors to start with and an infernal gate i don't know um if this is like going to be his normal look or he was trying it for something specific um, he also, like, um, I think he felt like this was better into Sloan, and Sloan was one of the matchups that he was thinking about in terms of champions, because she's one of the more powerful casters, I think, on the ADR. Um, but essentially, he was looking at minus three range because of long shadows, start with four heavies, summon a couple more in the first two turns, and just try to overwhelm me um, and see if I can handle all those heavies in my, in my face. Zadaroth's feet is excellent in terms of adding plus three defense and a three-inch place if you miss them. Anything in, in his, her control area, her, his, it's, they. Um, uh, she's a her, yes. That okay, she's a her. Is. All right, great. Um, so that's that's an excellent uh, counter feat to, to very, it gives a lot of tricky play um, into very, like, straightforward damage less. Um and uh, so I made a critical error. I got lucky in this match because I made a critical error in that I was trying not to give him uh, Warpath targets. Um, but I, yeah, but I put I put an Express team to take a shot, knowing that I was in uh, the teleport and charge of a Tormentor because I was going to Thunderbolt it back. So I was like, eh, boosted six to hit. That's fine, you know. Um, and uh, I didn't, I wasn't thinking that he had umbrals, so he could have shield guarded it anyway. Um, and then my stupid express team is, uh, you know, Warpath B. Um, so it was a dumb move, and I, it, it basically should have given him the game. Um, I missed the the boosted six anyway, so that was really like, oh no, this is terrible. Like, why did I take that shot? I was just like kind of making a little space. I'm like, I'll Thunderbolt him back. I'll buy a little room on this flank, and it was just a stupid move. I should have done it. Um, and it's the great because may have been made, so yeah, gonna... advanced maneuvers videoed it, so you'll see it on YouTube. So you can nice. laugh at me making this error like 
all, all for all time. Um, so Tormentor comes, eats my um, Express team as you know they do. Uh, Zadaroth feeds, um, which uh, and then he procs Road to War on on um, Soulstalker, so it advances three. And then he's going to, and then he gets because I gave him a Warpath target, a Road to War target. The Soulstalker gets to charge rather than just run to engage. So in addition to having the Soulstalker in my line, I lose a hunter, um, which is really sad for me. I am not loving this. Uh, yeah, right. This and then, game. You How did you lose. win? What the heck? Yeah, and then and then he moves up Tormentor. So I'm like, okay, I just have to attrition with my feet. He keeps Zaroth back far enough under her feet. I'm not going to get her, most likely. So. Um, so I start shooting. Um, so I start with Sloan. Uh, and the cool thing is, is I have a ranger already marking the Soulstalker because I expected him to jam. So I set up my ranger right behind my line so that whatever he jams with, I get I get marked target on. Um, so that way I don't have to activate them first and I have them available to, to then push on deeper into the lines. Um, so Sloan goes, and I sack movement to aim, I have rage or bonus, and I start opening up on a soul stalker. So the stalker's like defense 20, but an aiming uh, rangered Sloan is, is rat 12 with three dice with guy, which is pretty good. <laughs> Seems okay. Um, <laughs> so, Seems like a tolerable start anyway. Yeah, so I hit, he umbrals, I kill the umbral, um, I, I hit again. Um, and he, uh, you know, takes some damage and then I miss. And so he gets to place. So I'm like, damn it. You know, missing with Sloan wasn't, wasn't great. So then I activate a Minuteman and I jump over because, you know, Minuteman in the back, I have, he doesn't get defense bonus from, from in melee. Uh, I have Mark target. So I'm an eight against a 14. So I need boosted sixes. Right. Uh, and I missed the first shot. Oh, so then he gets replaced. So that God. means the Minuteman gets to do nothing after that. Oh, and this definitely. was after, so I got a flak field off, which was kind of nice too, um, you know, because they're not high armor. But he just places out of my half inch and with the new, and I didn't realize what the new gunfighter change was. I had no idea. This was not on my radar at all that on, in Oblivion they've changed gunfighter back to crappy Mark II version. Um, where if, if they're engaging you, but outside of your gunfighter range, you can't shoot, which is, I think, one of the stupidest rulings oh, in of all of the game. Because in Mark III, they fixed gunfighter, and it was one of the best changes that they made, and then they went back to the stupid version. So, PP, if you're listening, that is a stupid rule. Get rid of it. Are you, um, I, I, think I am positive. We, we no, stopped, I, we checked were, it. If you were range zero, I think you never got to shoot, right? What's that? There wasn't. It, it said you're allowed to make range attacks against targets you that are engaging you or something no, like that. No, no, that you are engaged. That that basically are in your gunfighter range. Yeah, yeah no, 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 I I understand that, but I'm they, saying they with used, the old version, right, yeah. it still said you're allowed to make gunfighter attacks, but if you had range zero or range one and they were two inches away from you, you still weren't allowed to shoot them. Yeah, but that's uh, that doesn't matter because you. Oh, you, we're saying just if they're out of half inch, you're. Just we're saying it, well, they changed it in Mark Three to where if you're in melee, you get to make gunfighter attacks. Um, now, uh, agreed, if your range is reduced to zero because of like you know, Kruger and Bird, and but that was a very corner case. No, so and sorry. these, yeah, with with fire group, I'm range three anyway, so it didn't matter. Oh, okay. Um, 
so but they've changed it so now you have to be in your stupid half inch and so the one inch like haha i'm i'm not at range but i'm not in you know your melee but i'm in my melee so in this little band suddenly your guns are useless and it's yeah, like you, that's stupid that is so stupid dumb. please change it back to normal mark three because it is obnoxious i mean we can put that in the uh you can put that in the the rules uh thread that travis has about like what are all the weird things and yeah i i should probably write him a long a long email about that Um, a long passionate email so that was unpleasant to learn that i'm sorry to hear that sir (laughs) yeah right um and so then you know essentially i have to use another minute so i have to take up sloan and two minute activations um and um, eventually, like I get it off me, but I've used up a ton of like a ton of my material already. Yeah. Um, tormentors have counter charge, so if you run a a, a hunt or a ranger out there, it's probably going to get counter charged and eaten, so you're not going to get ranger bonus. Um, so essentially, I just have to, to you know try to roll okay. So I take another, uh, so I take a tormentor and I do like. Um, you know, 80% damage on another Tormentor and, like, don't kill it because of an other weird rolls. Um, so, essentially, I get far less done on my feet turn than I want to. Um, yeah, and then that's I'm the that experience of, right there. Yeah, and then I'm facing a lot of, uh, a lot of heavies in my lines. Um, so, essentially, then Matt has some bad luck um, and... Things like he tries to throw with a chain attack, grab and smash, throw a minute man and another minute man. He misses and like just plops on a ranger. Um, and so that didn't knock down the minute man that he really wanted to knock down. Um, essentially, I, I managed to like basically orchestrate a very weird assassination after that where I had to like get rid of intervening models. I had to run with rangers and tie up his counter charges and then also get a ranger to mark target on that. I had to um, like get shots with hunters and Sloan and then I had to jump Minutemen within behind his main line, but not be engaged by Valen or the Dark Sentinels, but still be within three of his caster. <laughs> and there was one where I, I had to get a, basically a hard a hard seven to kill a dark sentinel um, with a with a flak field with a pow six flak field because I had I couldn't do it any other way, nice. um, but not kill a couple other acolytes so that Orin like it wouldn't give me tons of bad rerolls and so it was just like obnoxious. <laughs> And it was a very low odds assassination. I got lucky and diced him. And I mean, that is that's also the Zadaroth experience. I'm yeah, yeah. Um, and so he was he was a good sport about that. And it was I know that feels bad um, after I made a terrible mistake and I just kind of like derp to derp. Guess I rolled an assassination on you. Um, but I was proud of like finding the line of play. Um, and I needed the rolls to come out, but I was able to see the chance. Um, and the and the dice helped me. Um, and, I mean, uh, that's just justice. He, he played the bad guys, and he yeah. lost. That's how it works. <laughs> yeah, there was one glorious moment where uh, I rolled an eight on damage, and so he spends his one soul in or, or in, uh, to be like, okay, re-roll that, and I roll boxcars. Oh, like, no! justice! Yes! <laughs> and so, like, 
it was just a feel bad for him. Like, oh, that was <laughs> absolutely yeah. dunked. And then, wow. Yeah, there was just so many times when like it shouldn't have worked, but it did. Um, so I. <laughs> Yeah, I, I had a good list. Uh, and for most of the day, I played it well. I made a couple of critical errors, um, but luckily my dice uh, powered me through when I when I made errors. So. Do you feel what that... I'm hearing is that it was a well-deserved victory for Signar and <laughs> made no mistakes? Sure, sure, something like that. Yeah, if you watch the video, you'll see how lucky I had to get. <laughs> so I have a quick question on a minute, man, and yeah. and that is that. Um, it feels like quantity of attacks when you're trying to do an assassination really matter. Um, and you know, Minutemen yeah. naturally sort of have three three attacks that they can make. Um, so when you're doing an assassination, it feels like like two of them can probably pull it off against a lot of casters. Like they're yep. PAL 14 guns. Um, so like against a lot of casters, you're probably like dice minus one or dice minus two. Um, yeah, it is. That, it is really nice for that. Yeah. Whereas, like with hunters, you're after the feet turn, you're only getting you know really one attack after that. Do you, like, do you feel that that's a necessary part of Sloane's kit, like now versus Sloan a year or two ago? Um. So I think it depends if they're using focus. Um, sometimes the boost from the hunter, because a lot of times you have to jump the Minuteman into place. Right. Um, so a lot of times those damage rolls aren't boosted, whereas the hunters is. Um, and so that if they're if they're uh, camping focus, it's nice to have that one like punch that that you're boosting and and kind of blowing through the focus. If they have transfers, a lot of times you want the death by paper cut of like a billion Minuteman shots. Um, so it depends on whether you're looking at War Machine or Hordes. It also depends on the armor value, because if you get like an armor 8 and 17 or 18 caster, like a virus or something like that, the hunters actually tend to, to push through more. Um, at, or if they have an armor buff, um, right. you know, because of the boost. Uh, so, but I, I do think both are really critical to her kit. Um, the other thing about Minutemen is they make me play better because they have to get close and relevant on scenario to do their damage. Right. So I can't do dumb things like not contest. Um, which you don't is kind of good old like I killed four heavies and then your opponent passes and you lose. Yeah, exactly. That's <laughs> um, also like Minutemen are money against ambushers because almost all ambushing things are are just Swiss cheese to Minutemen. Yeah, um, I can see that. Yeah, and and the nice thing is with your own jacks, uh, it's dice off nine, uh, the blast damage, um, if they're not base to base with your Minutemen. So it's like, fine, you can just you can just go into the, you know, if they run a bunch of, like, blood witches, you're just like, okay, like, one Minuteman goes and just lays waste to the whole squad. Like, sure. it's, it's just doomsday. <laughs> Just blows um, them away. Yeah, it's it's so awesome. Um, so the, I'm really sold on them. And when I first tried out Immortals, I was actually playing two squads of Grievers rather than Minutemen, mm -hmm. and I went back to Minutemen. It, they don't do the same things, <laughs> even though they have Gunfighter and other things. It's not the same. Right. Um, and um, and and they're a they play even a little different in the Infernals because of Accumulator suddenly they, they get better at that assassination because they often have one more focus for a boost um, because of the accumulator. And so that can be pretty baller. Um, so if you are a Sloan fan and you do want to dabble in the dark side, it's it's actually pretty pretty fun. 
Cool. No, it's evil and bad. Stop or it. That. Stop it. Boo. Or, evil, or bad, infernal man. <laughs> I, I cannot see you slowly gun trader guy. <laughs> I cannot think of a time where Signar has actually won a champions event. Like I, I'm not saying oh. that they haven't, but uh, Gen Con last year, I got. I got yeah, it. I was gonna say oh. we're, we're talking okay. to the man. Oh. <laughs> like okay. his resume is like. Wins champions events with Signar. <laughs> well, I find the limited format lets me plan matchups a lot better because I feel like I feel like as a faction right now, we have a few more dodges than I'd like. Like for instance, there isn't a lot we have in the Ashram that's great. Um, I, I really do like um, the. I think Flame in the Darkness is going to fix that matchup for us in a in a big way. Um, but until that really gets all of its pieces, like Osram is a big problem uh, for many of my lists. Um, Sounds like somebody needs to play some Striker Three. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> sure. Oh, <laughs> did I tell you guys about my Striker Three Double Blockader list? I think I, think, I did. Last I think you time. showed it to yeah. us. I mean, why don't you say something here because I don't think anyone has talked about it since then. At least oh man, yeah. it is it is super fun. I got to play. So the one of the greatest moments um, was. One, I got both blockaders on Harvey. Justin Dew is one of our players. That was really <laughs> what? Awesome. He is amazing. So I got two blo blockaders worth of sprays on the Harvey. <laughs> and he lived through it. Oh, get direct. Oh, and then, he no. took, and then he took both blockaders in, in response. Oh, he's yeah, like, are you kidding me? That's okay. I'm just going to run everything until the book, you know, I'm just going to just try to make attacks until the book dies. Then Alexia 2 goes up on feet turn, makes three zombies that go kill Harvey. Nice. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> I've, got a, I've got a secondary plan. Like, if all the sprays don't work, you know, I've, I've got this in my pocket. So I mean, it, was, yeah. it was actually super close, and I was lucky to pull it out. But, but like, that striker list has a lot of that janky. Um, and once the Battle Priests come out, the nice thing is you'll be able to shield guard off the blockaders onto your, your units and make them trigger Vengeance. Um, so suddenly it, it, it becomes a lot more threatening, um, which is pretty awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, the, the battle priest, the shield guarding to trigger vengeance. It, it, I don't think people are talking about it and they need to talk about it because it's uh, really, we've talked good. about it. We've, oh, have you? Did we you... Are. we're so ready to talk oh about my that. God. It, we've talked about it. Like I, the I, last did, I didn't episodes. make the last episode. Have, yeah. Have you heard? Did, did, did you hear about the devil's shadow mutineers? And... Oh yeah. They're just, they're just grosses. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh my God. Um, yeah, that's, um, that's pretty, that's pretty obnoxious and wonderful. I, I'm just wondering if they come back with all five boxes or not. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so right now, would you recommend um, playing champions with Signar? Um, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I had the option. I mean, I could have – a smarter player than me would have probably just one-listed Malakoff to get reps with my main pair. Sure, sure. Um, but instead, I was like – The idea is like making good choices. Yeah, and I'm like, nope, slowing all day, even though I'm like <laughs> – Hundreds of reps with her and zero, like her four with Malakov or whatever it was at the time. Um, which is, note, I didn't make masters, so <laughs> uh, choices, right? Yeah, um, yeah so I, I think Signar's in a great place um, with champions. And the nice thing is, 
is you can even build a pair from our champions that can also serve as a decent like standard pair or master's pair. Um, so yeah, it's nice true. because you get double reps essentially, um, which is which is kind of awesome. And and if people have been grinding Haley three grave diggers, like now's your time to shine. Go oppress champion. <laughs> Haley three uh, grave diggers with, with precursor knights legit. Haley three is really good yeah. in storm division as well. Like yeah. So. Um, but you know what? You know, I think it's time to play some jank or junk. What, what do you say, gentlemen? And now it's time for jank or junk, the second most popular Signar-related game show where we ask the question: Is it jank or is it junk? I'm Glenn Conant, and here are your hosts. Okay, I, can we can we do that that uh, that Maddox list? Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I do want right to um, I do want to reset some of the rules here for Jank or Junk okay. when you submit them to us. We're not necessarily looking for lists. We're looking for interactions between like, you know, maybe two to four or five models. So some sort of bizarre interaction. I don't need a whole 75 point list. Um, so like, I think that the Devil Shadow Mutineers and the Battle Priests count as jank right like that's that's yeah. sort of what we're looking for in the show so go ahead send oh, okay. us messages that's what we want to see um so with that said why don't you give like um like three pieces to that maddox list that you feel are important that make it jank yep so maddox with the hurricane um so you get the one, the art node, which lets you um, keep Maddox safe while she's handing out her upkeeps, which is really awesome. Um, a sail on the slam guns mm -hmm. um, or snipe. And so she can basically choose either of those. Um, and then it's it's backing up um, with a blockhouse as well, which also gives you more knockdown. So that's a lot of slam and knockdown on those two pieces alone. Um, and then that powers the recursion of, uh, the long gunners and the commandos who then power the recursion of Alexia too. Um, so just those interactions I think are, are just fantastic. Yeah. I, I have to say that this is, this is jank like, and I, I, I normally would say it's almost too good to be jank, but I think that because people <laughs> have ignored it for yeah. so long, and it probably really is better than her in Storm Division, um, but but this yeah is, it may be. I, I was really impressed. I, I think this is firmly jank, and I definitely it never occurred to me the commandos, but put in Dauntless on the commandos, so they're basically immune to blast damage. That's pretty bold. Also, that also the blockhouses trenches to get them up the table, right? Yeah, because that seems you. Good. You deploy the blockhouse, and then you put the trenches like toward their lines lengthwise, and suddenly the trenches stretch to almost midfield or past, right? Right, right. And then your commandos can be like, "Hey, we're really far up the board. We have stealth. We have a many feet. She can feed on us. Like, what are you gonna do?" Um, I, I dig it. I dig it. Yeah. Yeah. So do the uh, so do the commandos. Yeah, yeah, exactly, right? Uh, uh, <laughs> and a sailed hurricane, like slam plus two inches from range, is just freaking ridiculous. It is very fun. <laughs> it's pretty cool. Yeah, the other place yeah. that's really good is on a hammersmith because follow up is yeah. really cool. 
Um, yeah, I agree. Uh, all right, all right. Let's go in in the jank category. My my okay. next my next um jank or junk is from oh who who was that again? Whose list is that again? Oh, uh, the great Max Great Figures. That was Matthew Terry. Okay, Matthew Terry. You're, you're up with number one. Um, yep. All right. The the next one is from Jason Rittner. Um, okay. He says you take Jake's two in Grave Diggers with Selena and the Nis Hunters, um, and they get the go to ground, and they also have assault and positive charge and Jake's mini feet, and you can also take the um, the commandos as well, which get quick work and two inch reach, and it gives you basically a lot of attacks, and they're pretty deliverable with her. Um, yeah, and they also have uh have Perry and uh and Pal Eleven Weapon Masters. And go to ground well. once a, once yeah, a game. Go to ground yeah. and stealth. Yeah. So hard to get rid of and hits relatively hard with the uh the Jake's two there. What do you think? Jank or junk? I wanna call it jank, but man, they sure are like twenty one points, yeah. right? Like that—that's Thunderhead points. That's like that's two blockhouses. That's most of a hurricane. Like, yowza! It's a lot yeah, of, well, a lot of points, man. Especially because commandos with the UA and and other assorted things also takes up some points. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just like, ugh. Like, <clears throat> it is. It is not junk. I don't think, but I think it's too expensive. Like, I think it's jank, but I think it's too expensive jank. I think it's junk. Junk. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And and it's you like, can take you can take Finn too, and it just feels like a lot of dude removal. Like. Yeah, I yeah. think it's I think it's good, but you're paying for that good. Yeah. It's yeah. Like, I'm I'm thinking at this point we should be playing like precursor knights. Yeah, that's right? like that's like, like fifty points of guys there. Yeah, because if you're gonna give someone two inch reach precursors with their many feet, probably probably better. Probably better value than probably. yeah, especially with the blast and the magical. Yeah. Yeah. The, All right. The thing is, it's just like Miss Hunters have a bunch of things they want to do, and I'm like not totally sold on them in minions, which is probably where they're best. But like, yeah, uh, nah, yeah. yeah threat range, threat range with two inch reach is not bad. I yeah, mean, because you got bad. seven, so you got a twelve inch uh, threat right there. But then you yeah, lo- you lose positive solid. charge if Murdoch dies, and ah, also, yeah. Mm. So I don't know. I mean, that's I, it, it I, seems pretty janky, but it just feels yeah, like your feeling. points could be spent better elsewhere. How's that? Not not necessarily better. I, I I think that it's it's on power level with our more you know with our more interesting combos. I would say. Okay. Okay. And then and then our last entry is you take Sturgis in heavy metal now. Abort. And Abort. so so and you know how Sturgis's feet bunches guys all up, right? Yeah. Okay. So then yeah. so then you take you take Brickhouse. And you run him forward, and then he gets his aura of no moving on a whole bunch of a-holes that are now all grouped so up. So that's Storm Division, then, because you can so, Yeah, Storm anymore. Division. I'm sorry. Sorry. Okay. That's junk. I'm sorry. You're, you're, playing, you're playing Sturgis. You're playing a speed four heavy with no way to speed him up. You're like, oh, boy, I sure hope my armor 19 speed four 18-point heavy does something. And then, like, 
you know, two Tharn Ravagers or like three Precursor Knights get to him and he just like evaporates along yeah. with all your hopes and dreams and you're like, yeah. no, my dreams and hopes. And they're, and, so, they're gone. But that's assuming that they can be pushed. Assuming yeah. that they don't have two inch reach that they can just beat on you, right? Yeah, you, you, true, you just play in the Immortals and he's, they're, they're just like, I see that you have no feet and yeah. even if I walk into your trap, it does nothing. <laughs> right. All right, so we're going to call that junk, all right? I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Man. oh, man. So, I mean, we've all had those dark nights on the toilet where we've tried to make Sturgis less, so I get it. <laughs> like, I get it that let's, you want to, and I, yeah. Let's, let's call like, Matthew Terry the, the winner, the winner, and uh, you, get, you get a meme, and I think our last guy got a meme. Our last John got a meme, so let's call it so, there. Bonus round. I mean, if you don't mind, I just want to revisit this striker three block uh, blockader. Um, and this is bonus, and I'm not eligible to win uh, <laughs> as a as a, a temporary uh, pr- participant. Um, but so the the freaking blockader with striker three in flames, amazing. <laughs> Uh, because Escort and Iron Aggression turns this guy all the way up. Um, okay. naturally has 12-inch threat. Um, with Escort, he's a 14-inch threat. Um, with Iron Aggression, he charges for free and has boosted attack rolls on all of his melee strikes. Seems good. Um, with the Judo Chop positioning, he can then set up the Precursors to have amazing, amazing charges. Um this this guy is a monster, um, and he and if you have two of them, it it just dominates the board. Um, it is weak to guns until the battle priest comes out, and then suddenly you have six shield guards that proc righteous vengeance, and they feed souls to to Alexia. Two, you also have um, uh, thrown in the list for amazing awesomeness. Um, when you com- also combine this with Striker Three's feet, um, a a blockader that hits automatically on charge and gets an extra, you know, die on charge attack and then can reposition you in a bad place is just amazing. Seems um, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So just do this, play it, and just laugh hysterically as as you're why, just why crushing is it so much. Thirty three points. Like why? I don't know, but just don't don't hate it. Just play it. <laughs> no, I I actually have an answer to that, Tim. And the answer is that it's it's actually made of tissue paper. Like you're you're yeah, you're, you're eight eight nineteen. Like no joke, it is less durable than two signar heavies. Yeah. Like that's that's not where you want to be for thirty three points. You're like, man, if you can kill two ironclads, you can kill my thirty three point melee model. And they're like, uh, yeah. Yeah, that's why you, you probably kill two ironclads. Yeah, but if it yeah. gets if it gets a huge alpha and then you got a whole bunch of weapon master assholes behind it, you're probably okay. No, no, no. Yeah, if it and its brother get huge alphas, that, that's <laughs> right. That's no, right. I, I think I think you have the right the right thought, uh, Gibbs. With there's just the giant like <laughs> like the, the tag team, yeah. you know, wrestling partners, you know, the, the, the wrestling twins or whatever. Yep. I think that's the right idea if you're going to play it in, in Flames, because I, I think if you're playing a solo in Flames, they're like, I see you have a single hard target in your entire list. Yeah. And then, like, you know, Gatorix or, like, four <coughs> Immortals or something just, like, annihilates your block your your blockader after it does anything. 
Yeah. That's true. That seems so. It's, not, it's also nice um, because Alexia 2 can pump out solos, you don't have to take a lot of solos in the list, which is really yep. nice uh, for scoring purposes. That's good. Um, also, Fury defeated, um, mini defeated precursors kill <laughs> everything. Like, yeah, I was going to say, speaking everything. of killing a blockader in like three yeah. minutes. Um, so how would you like Pal 15 Blessed Magical 5 Dice Charges that hit automatically? I like them. That I'm just saying okay. I like them. This yeah. might be overkill. Tolerable, anyway. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll survive it. Um, and then with Throne, make that Pal 17, by the way. So sure, sure. Yeah, I mean, go. most of the time you're just giving Pathfinder to get, like, one more charge. Like, yeah, exactly. Two or exactly. one more charge. I think I want one more charge. Yeah, so um, that's also, I, I really like that for a pair for Sloan um, once the Battle Priests come out. Um, th we'll see. I may come back to the late and play that for a while. Um, well, I'm having an awful lot of fun on the dark side, so. Good. Good. We shall see. Shame well, you, I think boo. I'm gonna boo. I'm gonna call it right there. But I want to thank okay. you for uh, for coming on the show and for You're putting up well. with us in the group chat all the time, um, especially for putting up with Tom, who is asleep <laughs> in England and can't defend himself right now. Good night, sleep <laughs> friends. Good night. Yeah. <laughs> all right, guys, take it easy. And uh, all right, all right. Time. Have a good Thanks, evening, gentlemen. Take all care. Right.